I've got boxes on boxes, wattage for days when the moon won't do. I'll shine in its place so you can find your way. Another light bulb at your face. I caught lightning in a mason jar, shining with the power of a thousand stars. Lightning in a mason jar, seeing from wherever you are. If your thoughts high up in the mountain tops, I'll leave the light on, and I'll leave the light on. guys it's matt just want to take a second here before we get into this episode of the mbm podcast and let you guys know there'll be some changes going forward with the mbm podcast uh it'll be a little bit different uh we're gonna delve away from being all rc all the time i know not the whole episodes are always uh talking about rc uh we do go different places but for the most part we concentrate on rc on the show and uh you know, things are changing. Um, you know, I'm going to still be around, obviously. Uh, Mike and Jim won't be. Uh, and we're going to try something a little different. I'll be having another uh, buddy of mine in. And we're going to kind of go with a uh, MBM podcast after hours kind of situation. And uh, 
we're just going to talk about anything we can think of. You know, we're going to talk about trucks, cars, uh, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, my, my other friend's into vaping, so we'll get a little bit into that. You know, we'll, we'll have all kinds of different segments. And, you know, of course, we're going to keep an RC segment in there. So don't you guys fret. There will definitely be something RC related still with the MBM podcast. But just want to, you know, be upfront with you guys and let you guys know things will be changing going forward. Um, and uh, you guys can look forward to the new uh, MBM podcast after hours. Um, first show should be posted, I would say, Saturday sometime. Something like that. So, uh, you know, of course, thank you to all you guys for listening and supporting us. And, you know, hey, if you, you don't like where we're going with the, the new direction, that's that's cool. That's totally up to you. We uh, we definitely won't hold it against you. But uh, up until this point, we definitely appreciate all the support of everybody. And uh, hopefully you guys keep listening and enjoy. And if you guys have any feedback or anything like that, let us know. Uh, we're really going to open up the doors to having um, any kind of listener on just to talk. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, we're going to just talk like... Like a bunch of guys, you know, we're going to talk about cars, working on cars, working on our trucks, modifications, uh, you know, like I said, my chum with the vaping stuff, we'll just get on, you know, beer, different kinds of beers, what kind of craft beers are good, that kind of stuff, just all kinds of crazy stuff that uh, guys do. So uh, look for the MBM After Hours podcast coming up um, starting this weekend, and uh, hopefully you guys like it, and thanks again for listening so much to the podcast, but enjoy this episode uh, that we got coming up for you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> the conversations we can have with the microphones off while the music's playing, right? <laughs> it's the MBM podcast. I am here. I'm Matt. That's Jim. I'm Mike, here too. Mike will be here sooner than later. He uh, is having a situation with uh, his feline that got out of the house, I guess, either last evening or early this morning. Did he shoot it? Um, I bet. I know he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he did. No. Um, so he's kind of dealing with that whole situation right now. So he'll be joining us as soon as he gets that whole uh, situation dealt with. I'm sure he'll enlighten us as to what's going on when he gets here. Um, this evening, we're going to have on uh, with us uh, Jeff Ramos from Team Green RC. Um, he's a fan of the podcast, and as well, he races RCs. He's just an enthusiast like us. So we're going to have him on for a brief little chat. I know Mike talked more with him than I did. Um, so it's unfortunate Mike's not here to kind of lead away on that. We're also going to have Terry Jonas on from Sumo uh, Racing. They make uh, stainless steel skid plates, stuff like that for 8 scale, some 10 scale. They make shock towers for the B5. And they make tons of stuff for uh, lots of different things, like a, like a whole fan configuration shroud deal for the SC10-410, like the Techno, yeah. SCT. Um, so, yeah. It'd kind of be cool to talk to him. Pardon. That was a suggestion from uh, Edwin to have him on, so we're going to have him on, and we'll go kind of from there. Awesome. Sounds and good. we raced. We're going to talk about the race results, because yes, we raced we this past weekend, which was fun, right? Well, no. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't? No. You were getting ready to smash things? <laughs> I, I was. You wanted to smash babies? I was off all day. <laughs> you know when you're off? I was off. Yeah. I w that's why I wasn't peppering you too much when I wasn't racing against you, because I was like, yeah, um, he's not having a good race right now. That four-wheel drive buggy, you look at it wrong, it would flip. 
Well, it could have been like Joel's break front arm every time he grazes a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll obviously talk about our race results. We'll talk about things that are coming up. I know Mike is planning to go to Sudbury for the 19th of December. I'm going to Casey's on the 19th of December. Uh, I wanted to go with Mike to Sudbury. It's just it's not all going to work. I got a party I got to go to that evening and can't miss kind of deal. So that's what we're going to do on this episode. And, of course, we're going to try and make fun of each other like we always do. We're going to talk about Mike and Jim's little swippy swap trade deal they're going to have going on. And then you guys can be the judge of who's getting the better deal because... Uh, I think I'm winning. I, I think you're both getting something that you want. In my opinion, I think you're both getting a good deal. If that makes any sense? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's all we're going to talk about tonight. And anything else, of course, we find to talk about. I got to talk about that four-wheel drive short course truck with those uh, Proline mention, Primes. We'll talk about Harley, maybe? Yeah, we can talk about like, anything you want to talk about, Jim. Yeah, you bring it up, and about. we will discuss it. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to take a short little break. I know we really didn't get into anything, but we're going to take a break. We're going to get our first guest on and start this episode for you guys. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow Cow RC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. Okay, we're back from our break, which wasn't too, too long at all. And while we were on break, Mike joined us. Yay, Mike. And of course, we have on with us Jeff Ramos of Team Green RC. Uh, Jeff is a dude just like us. He's an RC enthusiast. And if I recall correctly, Jeff, you got your first sponsorship, did you not? With yes, Snow's I Designs? Did. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Heard about it on your show. Went over to his page and uh, saw he was accepting resumes and put something together on what I do out here in this area and got accepted. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't expect anything, but hey, it's worth a shot. My, yeah. Give it a try. And look what happened. Why not? Yeah. So I placed an order with him and I'm just waiting on him to come in sweet that's awesome yeah when you sent me that message on facebook yeah like i just i got this huge grin on my face and my wife kind of looked over at me she's like what are you looking at a nude picture or something <laughs> and i'm like no no i'm not I'm like i just got a message to an rc guy that's probably just as good yeah, true true <laughs> yeah like a new part yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh yeah so so jeff's gonna be with us pretty much for the whole show um, we're going to obviously get into a little bit about how long Jeff's been into RC, what got him originally hooked on RC, 
and what he's doing now. And then he's just going to hang out for the whole show. He's going to be on with us while we talk to da- Terry. And then after we're done with Terry and we're just going to do our regular thing where we shoot the breeze, he'll join us for that too. Be a little interesting, a little different to do, uh, I think. So should be fun. Should be fun. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Jeff, tell me, why RC? What, what got you hooked? Because, like, I know for sure what got me hooked. Like, I know when the RC bug bit me. That moment. You know what I mean? Like, you know that moment that you have? Yeah. <clears throat> so what was it for you? Um, you know, when I was a little kid, I, I used to get these little Radio Shack deals and kind of run them around my court. And I, I don't know. I just, I, if, if I can make it move without being in it, I don't know. It was something, mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something there that I just enjoyed. Um, as far as my first RFC, that was, it was a Kyosho uh, Cosmo. I don't know Holy jeez! Yeah, it was wow. right about the same time as the uh, RC-10. Uh, we almost got that one, but I think Mom would have got upset when Dad took me down to the hobby shop to spend the extra 150 at the time, you know? Yeah, isn't, the, isn't yeah. that something else? Yeah. Back yeah. then, the Kyosho Cosmo was the cheaper kit, and the Associated yeah. was the more expensive kit, and now the t- tables have turned. Kyosho yeah. is the way more expensive <laughs> kit, where the Associated is, like, you know, everybody's Hyundai. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've kind of been in and out of it, back and forth. You know, I ran, played with nitros. You know, but you spend more time tuning engines, trying to make those things go. Tell me about it. Yeah. Mike and I have been there. Out of it for a while, and just past probably two years, uh, got back into it. You know, uh, found a uh, a swap site on Facebook, cruising around through there. Found a a, a slash. Picked that up, found out what lipo batteries and brushless motors were. Holy moly, what yeah. a difference! Compared <laughs> Nitro to what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, and just a lot of you know trading and 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 selling on the site. And now I've ended up with uh, all the technos. That's where I have now. Nice. Then I got into uh, crawling, so I've got SCX10. Uh, a wraith and my two sons have a wraith as well that i got them because i had them slashes and i don't think they liked how quick they went so <laughs> got them the wraiths and uh, yeah that works out pretty good and uh, yeah that's where i'm at oh i think you unplugged yourself Hello? There yeah, there it is. As soon as you moved your arm, you stopped. No, I'm like, oh, you unplugged himself. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. You know, we got a couple Facebook groups, you know. Uh, oh, I got a boat, too. A Miss Geico boat, so I, I play with You can barely well. see mine. If you look in the top corner just above the Venom thing, you can kind of see yeah, I got the, the, the edge of mine here. here. I'll turn mine. Right there. Right there. Lucas Oil up there. Oh, you got the Lucas Oil. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see. Yeah, it, it goes. I like it. Oh yeah, it's a, it's yeah. Those things are pretty quick. Well, all They're three there. of us have boats, and we like them for about three battery packs. And it's like, hey, yeah, and then we, uh, um, what are we doing again? <laughs> yeah, you know, so run it for four or five minutes, and that's about all I get out of mine. So yeah. I'll bring it in. I don't want to go out there swimming. Yeah, Jim's uh, been there once. I've, I've been there I've been once. There. Yeah, I think I heard that story. Mike and Mike <laughs> and I have been in a, a an inflatable paddle boat together, which is just if you could imagine two minions, like you know, like you know the minions where it's whatever. 
I was going to say, uh, <laughs> you got a picture of two very overweight minions yeah. to add. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> trying, to, minions. trying to row this piece of crap inflatable boat <clears throat> Excuse me, with the worst paddles on the planet. Would have been better off with sticks. Yeah, it was so yeah. bad. It was just so bad. I, I, walked, was, I uh, walked away. I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, my God. And the best part of this whole situation is it was at the park, like the big city park. Yeah. Like not yeah. like, you know, some place where not many people are going to see it. No, 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 no. Everybody was there that night, too, because it's nice. Yeah. That's that's kind of where our, our little pond lake is. It's right in the middle of the city, right kind of near our freeway. So Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was a, it was a good time. I never want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm building that tugboat just for that reason. Actually, let me rephrase that. I will never do it again. <laughs> well, I was gonna yeah. go by myself. I was. I was getting ready to hop in there, and then Mike kind of waddles himself down there to the water. Said, "I'm like, where are you going?" He's like, "Well, I'm gonna go with you." I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be really entertaining <laughs> with the two of us in here." Yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> hey, it held up. It worked. Yeah. Oh no doubt the ru- the inflatable held up, but not us. Yeah, true. The the look from the two guys standing on the dock was priceless as we rolled up to rode up to the dock, set the boat up there, and then we both climbed up, picked up this inflatable boat, and walked by them with this inflatable. Oh yeah, boat. like yeah. like th- these guys are like the rich people of the city with all their sailboats. Yeah, and, and this looking boat at these two idiots, like, what the here's hell? Dumb and Dumber with their inflatable. Yeah, like manual blow up, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, we would have been better off riding dolls. No, it has a, it came with a pump and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's manual, bro. That's manual. Yeah, oh, yeah. You had to pull out of your vehicle and pump it up. It yeah. was still new in the box. Yeah, it was brand oh new in the box. I literally <laughs> bought it like two days prior. <laughs> like you didn't even know if it had a leak in it. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, what, 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 what do us two dummies do? Hop in it in the middle of the freaking yeah. in the what do you call that thing where you park a boat? Did you see where it was? In the did, marina. Marina. Did, did yeah. you guys see see where I was? Gone. Yeah, at the park with my kid, with my girlfriend. Oh yeah, remember kids. you were. I was. I cannot wait till that cable <laughs> comes in, dude. <laughs> I don't know. What, no, what it's doing You've is never had that problem before. No, but what it's doing is it's picking up us and feeding it back to us, which is causing the clip. Cool. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We won't have this issue anymore going forward. I promise. The cable will be in this week. I will be able to do a proper mix minus, so that way. The audio isn't going back, and Jeff only gets to hear us and not himself as well, which I'm trying to kind of combat. Sure. So far, I haven't heard myself so far. Well, that's I just good. Hear some uh, an odd noise. You hear the the skull rattling. Yes, that would be it. Don't worry, folks. When you're listening to the podcast, I'll edit that little part out. You know what that reminds me of? What? You ever watch Howard Stern's Private Parts? Oh yeah, where it's like yeah, and he tells the chick to turn the speaker on his back, <laughs> and he's going there. There it is. There it is. That's it, right gentlemen. There. Ask your wives to listen to the podcast with you tonight. They will be happy. I'll leave it's it at that. It's worse than it normally is. That's the worst part. Yeah, maybe it's a sign. It's a sign Just that I need that cable. Not me. No, 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 you're good, bro. <laughs> cool. Okay, so, so what, what I'll ask you to do, though, Jeff, because I turned it down so hopefully it doesn't do it, is you'll just have to talk louder for me. Okay. Will do. Put the microphone down your throat the and o- the other thing turn off the automatic. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that. Turn if, it all the way up. If you go under your tool, here we are on the podcast doing a quick breakdown. It's all good. Un- under your options, under audio settings. You with us, dude, bro? Oh, yeah, I'm here. He's so working I'm on it. and clicking. Okay. You see where it says oh, microphone, yeah. and then where there's a checkbox beside automatically adjust microphone settings? Yeah. Yeah, uncheck that. 
And slide that thing all the way to the right. Well, not all the way to the right. Oh, go yeah, just go all the way. Okay, go all the way, and we'll tell you to turn down if it's too loud. You got to say something. All right. I'm on high. Yeah, it ain't so bad, but he is louder. How's your go sc- down or click? No no, 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 no. Keep it there. All right. <laughs> Safe. So has anybody asked Jeff where he's from? I haven't got there yet. Oh, we asked okay. him where his love for RC <laughs> came from first, and then we started talking about us looking like minions paddling in a boat. And I want to know in about the, the name. Team Green RC? Yeah. Okay, oh, we'll, we'll get yeah. there, too. So so it's what? when you talk really loud. Is it? Yes. When I'll do... Man, I'm so down on stuff, it's not even funny. So, while well, Matt fiddles with buttons, where are you from, Jeff? Ronard Park, California. Holy cow, so you don't know what snow is. Uh, I lived in Central Oregon for a little bit in Bend. Yeah. I, oh. uh, so yeah, you I know what not your snow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, no. He lived in Bend, I've Oregon. Been in the, I've been in the negative teens before, and yeah, that's not fun. No, at all. no, it's not. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Good I times. I like California. This is fantastic. Yeah, I like California, too. I'm, I've got everything I need right here. I've got a pond that's close. We've got our little track at the, at the, at the park. I got a hobby shop, a local hobby shop, two miles away. I mean, I, yeah, I got everything I need right here. I don't Perfect. need to go nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Bend, Oregon, that's actually where uh, I believe uh, Josh Elliott lives. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he, does, think. he does all those uh, camping with Coleman videos. Mm-hmm. You've watched some of those, eh, Jim? Oh, yeah, he's on my uh, YouTube channel there. There you go. See? See? Maybe we had yeah. an interview with him before on the TSR Speed Shop. It was... Uh, it was interesting. So weird. I had to turn myself down so I don't blow things up. Yeah. So okay, so you're you're in California, good old California. I'll be close to you again at the end of May. No. Arena. End of May? Yeah, end of May. Going to Vegas. Las Vegas again? Yeah. Again, That'd yeah. Tell fun. me about it. I don't know how that happened. Everybody's like, Oh, we'll go somewhere else the next time. Next thing I know it's Okay, we're going to Vegas again. <laughs> okay. Vegas is booked. Place. Vegas yeah, is booked. Yeah. So that'll be a good time. So, yeah, so Jim's wondering, where where did Team Green RC come from? <laughs> Team Green. Um, I guess it's when I f- painted my first body. I was standing there. I think it was the it was a Techno Truggy. I was going to paint the body. Like, what color am I going to paint this? And I'm sitting there at the hobby shop and looking at the rack of the paint. And... I found a lime, pearl lime green. Nice. So Perfect. I've never seen it on any other car out at the track, so that was my color. And I've painted every other body that color. So I go out to the track all the time. Guys are like, oh, Team Green's here, Team Green's here. And, yeah, I just went with it. Team Green RC. Nice. Matt's got something to show here. Yeah, see. I'm fond of green too. Yeah, very nice. You can ask uh, these guys here. It's kind of the same kind of green that I put on. What was it on one of one of my short course trucks and yep. my other RC bodies too? It's a uh, Tamiya. The, the Tamiya. Tamiya green. Yeah, Tamiya green, and then I just back it with a uh, silver. Yeah, silver makes it look better yeah. from what I've seen with my pearl. I've tried it with white, and it's just not as good as the Yeah, I've, I've done silver. The, I tried the same thing. I kind of wish, like, I painted a body for my daughter there in hot pink once, and I bought the white backer for it, and I kind of, 
I have more of the pink, so I'm going to try it this time with the silver backer, see if I can get a bit more of a pop out of it. Pop out of it, yeah. yeah. I've noticed the silver works better. It's kind of crazy, man. Like, you don't realize how much goes into paint to make it really look how it looks. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's fun when you do it on your own, but, you know, I just had some bodies done by uh, Steven over at Infamous Designs, and they came out stellar. Like, uh, I've, s- I've seen some pictures of them. I'm telling they you. On, <laughs> I, uh, they look good on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> They I don't look th- good in person. I don't think I've ever, I've ever had anything green, except for something I got last week. Oh. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got, grave digger. I got the best grave green digger. ever. The grave digger. Trying to find out what color that is is impossible, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I, I did I did put yeah. in a message to the guy I know that has worked in that I, field. I Googled it for like an hour. Yeah. Grave digger green. I bet you I could message him again because he's went back to work in that general area. I bet you he could really get it. But, uh, yeah, it's in Dan's hands now. He's going to try and match it. Has he done anything yet? No. No, he's got a basement right now he's doing. Well, if you happen to talk to him, tell him don't go too crazy on mixing colors yet because I'll see if I can get you like a a little container of it. Well, he had the fast color there and we were looking at it. I was like, that looks like it. I guess as long as it looks like it, right? Yeah, he's gonna so you with the fast color and then a clear over it. And then a clear over it. Cool, cool. Yeah, so yeah, so see uh, pictures of that. Oh yeah, she'll be sweet. Of course, again, we we're having Jeff on tonight because obviously A is an RC enthusiast like us. B, he's been a, a pretty good fan so far uh, of both the TSR and the MBM podcast, and of course that's always nice to have fans because at yeah. least we know we're actually reaching out to people it's not just us re-listening to it which i don't even think jim re-listens to them i do <laughs> i don't know if you can tell how many times i listen to him but yeah I he knows the stories I, yeah. I just scroll through and i push play and i got an hour and 20 minute commute and you guys are talking yeah so. no that's that's it's so funny it's it's funny I, you know what the... i found that so weird i i really do i still do <laughs> why would somebody want to listen to me yeah. Because they like you, Jim. Well, I may not listen. I may not listen to this one because I probably won't want to hear my voice. So, <laughs> yeah, trust me. That's welcome the, to how we feel, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I think tonight, what else do we got on the schedule? We got uh, Terry Jonas from Sumo Racing. Uh, they make skid plates and stuff like that uh, for associated vehicles. Pretty much, uh, I believe TLR vehicles. Almost every brand out there. Techno. That, Yep, they make stuff for Technos. I know for the SCT 410, um, he makes a uh, a fan kit for over the motor, mm-hmm. uh, which has helped, I think, in the one case, uh, I believe, RJ Hart there that we've raced with. He um, he actually ran one on his when they were prototyping it, and it was like a 25-degree difference in motor temp. That's pretty wow, big. that's huge. Well, you think about it, right? If your motor's running like 170 and you throw it out, and then it's down to 150. Well, 150 is happy, happy all day. You know what I mean? Especially after, what, five, seven minutes on the track? So, And I know a lot of things change when you get outdoors because, you know, normally there's way more wheel spin, stuff like that. That's that's one thing I think we take for granted with what we do with the carpet racing. We don't have a lot of wheel spin. Mine, mine was 160, two-wheel drive buggy. Two-wheel drive buggy. I think when I added up to 50-degree timing with the 72-29 uh, the gearing, it was, it was 172. And I put it down to 40 degree timing on the uh, end of the motor, and it went bound down to like 151. I, I tried timing on mine; it's like a rocket sled. <laughs> Too much for you? Yeah. I know Mike's got his turned up on his B5M. You guys are running the same motor, right? The 13.5 uh, yeah. Trinity. Yeah. Nice, nice. 
That's why we're in the winner's circle, eh, Mike? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Mike could have been in the winner's circle, but he took the bump. He took yeah, the bump. That was bad. <laughs> I don't know. I've been fighting with that thing. I'm always fighting with my RCs. Should have got a TLR. Just saying. Maybe. Uh, uh, Just saying. Maybe. I know. I think you're. You fell a little bit in love with that 3.0 of uh, uh, Joel's. Yeah. I had a good conversation with someone today about selling my B5. Uh oh. And uh, it's getting real. No, I, I know. Just, I know. Uh, Frank was eyeing up your uh, MIP3 they gear. Respectfully. Uh, chose to go with brand new, which I can totally understand and respect because uh, I'm that kind of guy too. I, I'm done with buying people's used stuff. Yeah. I just don't like it. I just, I don't know, there's something about putting it together yourself mm-hmm. and, and knowing every inch of that thing or, well, uh, in, in our world, it's millimeters. And just you know everything about it. When you got to work on it, you just do it. You know, yeah. it, it, it's it's a lot easier. Well, and then you know you got every single part. Yeah. It, well, look at the situation I went through with mine when we decided to do the setup changes. Kit parts, parts that are in the box that allow you to do different setups, I didn't have. And my I bought my kit completely unran. It was only assembled. That was it. There was never electronics put in it, nothing. And I was missing a few key parts. What did that bill come to? Like $70 US when we ended up ordering all those parts? Yeah, I think so. Just for all the little knickknacks of it? And that was the worst part. Like It's like, that's a lot of money. Now, true, I did get the rear motor kit, uh, like conversion with it. But again, that's like a $40 thing. I would have rather not had it and had all the parts I needed to do setup changes, which now I have all the parts do setup changes. But I, I get what that guy's thought of it is. Well, and it's tough, right? And the conversation that we had was, what's the price? You know, and that's a difficult, you know, it's a touchy subject. Because it is, yeah. What you paid and what you think what you, you paid, get. What you think it's worth and what people want to pay is two different things. And, and unfortunately, sometimes pay. what it what it really is worth and as what re- people really want to pay are two huge different Spectrums, you yeah. know what I mean? Like well, one's it's way just, up here. I mean, you got you got to think about it, right? And and, and and so so let's just throw it out there. This is this was the the pitch. I said, if you want it as a roller, four hundred bucks. Now everyone's going to say, holy cow, you can buy a kit for four hundred bucks. Yeah, but that wasn't just okay. So no, there's the MIP three gear. The MIP three gear. Yeah. That's a hundred dollar American, and this is four hundred Canadian. I'm talking. Yeah. So you're talking the hundred dollar US, which right now would cost you a hundred and forty dollars to buy. Pretty much, yep. Uh, a brand new set of foam tires. Every spare part I have for it, which I have lots. Yeah, I can okay. agree with that. Like lots, I got multiple arms for the hey, front and hey, the back. Hey, if you I sell that thing, give towers. me a first whack up. I've got parts. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so for four hundred bucks, a brand new set of foam tires is going to cost you yeah fifty sixty bucks. The MIP right there, you know what I mean, like. It, it, it really, w- w- you know, and we talked about it, and he was like, no, it's not the price. It was just, it was literally one of those, I just want to be able to build it myself kind of thing. And I said, oh, it, I get it, man. Well, then he asked the roller price, or uh, as a, uh, with everything. And I told him, first I told him 700 bucks, and then I thought about it. I was like, nah, it's a little high. I said, I'd do it for six. So that'd be the Trinity D. Which is fair, because that's, with that's that Trinity, an RSX in it. RSX. The Trinity D 3.5, 17, uh, uh, 13.5, yeah. and it's the Maxilla. It's not just the regular, yeah. Uh, and that MKS 1240 servo, yeah. It's a beast. That's a beast of a, yeah, um, that's of a, a setup. $90 US servo, servo a $220 ESC, yeah. and a $100 motor for an extra you know. $200. That's so, everybody deal. that's listening, hit me up if you want to buy a really sweet B5. 
Just there might not be so many spare parts because I might buy them off of no, him. I, I, yeah. Don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> I got lots anyway. That's you know, the worst it, part. But, but it is, and that's the thing, right? Like, and you kind of do the, you know, you're like, that's crazy. And and this is the best part. This this individual bought his new car, and I don't know if he had a radio. Hold on, let me look at the picture. He sent me a picture of the uh, the whole. And then this was the best part. This individual was going to order the. I'm so glad he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I'm like, B5M light. Why are you getting the light? And it's funny because me and you, Matt, have had this conversation. And that conversation was, oh, the light's great if you're trying to cut weight. The the, the light is only good in pure stock. Well, and I'm going to. Yes and no, think because guys, guys will buy the light and build them for mod and then add weight to them. So uh, then at that point, but, what was but, the point of the where light? Where did they shave weight? Chassis. Okay. And what do we do lots of? Well, true. Yeah. Cartwheels. Yeah. What's a thinner chassis going to do? Yeah. It's, it's going to bend. It's going to have more flex. And that's absolutely. what I and I said to him. I said I don't want to offend now, you. Now, if if the milling's done right, if the milling's wow. done right, it should make the chassis just as rigid if it's done right. Yeah. And from an engineering standpoint, I'm going to assume Associated did their research and milled it to make sure that they weren't going to weaken the chassis and make it more flex. I but don't there know. is more. There is more flex. Don't get me oh, wrong. But the, and that's what my point was. But right. right. And, and yeah. as I said to him, I said, you know, you're 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 not a horrible driver, but you're you're not. I said I said in my opinion, and I said if I if knowing what I know, at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy the light because I want to cut weight. I'm gonna get faster. That's the wrong mentality, right? The mentality's got to be no, no. We suck and we do lots of cartwheels and we hit walls and <laughs> pipes and people and all people. sorts of <laughs> inappropriate things. Table table legs. Think about the things that we hit with those RCs on a race day. <laughs> Okay, and it's not just once; it's multiple times. Oh, yeah. well, look at how many times I sent my B four four three while we were trying to fix yeah, that jump into that wheel. wheel. Oh my That's god! That's what I mean. So, anyways, we're I'm, we're bouncing all over the here the place here, Jeff. Sorry, uh, it just no, it's fine. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm I do the same thing. Cars you know, are flying everywhere. That's why I got a techno. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Thing, that thing ain't gonna break. Isn't that what Tyler Carter had? Was that was a techno? Yeah, I My hated God. that thing. Yeah, I mean that thing was like a cinder block with wheels. That's on what it. Uh, Chuck has there from Subaru. Right. There's I mean, it just there. man, you do there, not want to you there do not want to bump wheels with that thing because no. it is just like it's I said, win. it's, it's a dirty. brick with wheels, man. Yeah. They are it's flying <laughs> brick. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so that was just you know. So again, and now I'm just looking at it. he had a four PLS radio on this order too. So nice. That definitely bumped up his price, but you know. So you figure he bought, he's got the four PLS, barcode, barcodes, uh, Savox servo, I think, buggy wheels. I don't know why he's buying wheels when it comes with them. I should have told him that. The B5M, he's buying a... Did he go uh, with the Champions Edition? No, I don't think so. It doesn't say that. No. Uh, RS2 with a Gen... RS2, uh, the RS Gen 2 ESC with the... Three motor, Gen three motor, Gen nice. thirteen five Gen three motor. Yeah, that, that RS uh, that'll do the trick for an ESC. Two S Reedy Lipo, a fifty two hundred, and it's a square pack. Because I told them, I said, don't forget your battery because it's a B five. And right now, those are like I know right from Associated, those packs. But uh, the I'm web pretty price sure like sixty five. This was a thirteen hundred. That was like yeah, that yeah. thirteen hundred yeah. box. Easy, yeah. easy thirteen. Yeah, and I think he bought any orders or he deals with a place called Hobby Hobby. I think it is in Canada here. Yeah. So really, when you think about it, thirteen hundred bucks isn't bad. No, Canadian. If you're talking about Canadian cost, that's not bad. The at only all. thing he's missing from this, like that's a full setup. Yeah, that's a ready full car. to go. All you're missing is a charger. Yeah. And you could you could race with this thing. So it was kind of just it was kind of interesting. And that's he goes, you know, yeah, I could probably save quite a bit. I could save 
you know, well, you figure six hundred bucks plus a three pe- the three PLS or the four PLS, which is yeah, I'm not sure what they are kidding. Probably two fifty, you know. So he would have saved himself four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. Yeah. But again, there's the satisfaction of Building I'm going to glue yourself? my tires. Yeah. I'm going to build the kit. I'm going to learn it. And I think that's a very important thing uh, in the RC world. You know, when you just get it handed to you, you're just kind of like, oh, okay. But man, when you sit at a table for ten hours, and you know. Does your this person have a son or a daughter? They uh, son, yeah. So probably teach the boy how yeah. to. I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys who it is off air. I just three hundred. Yeah. You know, from from Great Hobbies Canadian, four uh, PLS is three hundred and thirty-seven dollars and ninety-nine cents. Check hobby ho- hobby hobby or hobby lobby or. So yeah, Jeff, you can can you relate to this whole little conversation we're having here? <laughs> Buying, selling, trading versus new, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've bought two used ones now. I think. Yes. Yeah. The, the four for the B four point two, and the RC eight T that yeah, I the have. Yeah, the four point two, which the f- I the that one was me. The four point two wasn't bad, except for the drywall screws in the front end. Luke, I am your father. Oh. Matt's having his subwoofer Brutal. problems here. Yeah, I've got two used ones, two new ones mm. right now. And then the two RC. The, oh, sorry, Jeff. The two used ones are the both buggies, one uh, eight scale buggy, and then the super light conversion. Well, and and you know, I'm not going to bring in names here, but the RCAT was sold with an ESC that I put a battery into. It lasted not even what 30 seconds, Matt. Yeah, that that thing went up in smoke, and it just blew up. And I was like, well, I can tell you right now, it wasn't my battery, <laughs> you know. And it was just, you know what, it was the. It was how it was handled. It was one of those, pretty much, he was saying it was all my fault. And I'm like, dude, I'm not stupid. You know, I know how to plug a battery in. Well, my batteries aren't wired You were wrong. trying to be a good guy and save the guy the fees by sending it as friends. Yeah, and, and that, you, you learned to if, never do yeah, that again. PayPal, I sent it to him without having the protection. Never again, because I'll tell you right now, I would have went after him on PayPal. Just, just to prove a point. If he would have said to me, you know what, I'll give you 20 bucks back, I'll give you 30 bucks back, you know, whatever, I would have let it go. But to this day, that guy is dirt in my books. Yeah, 332.99 on Hobby Hobby. Yeah, so so $1,000, so just say a grand yeah. minus the radio, right? But, yeah, this guy's just trying to step up his game a little bit in, in the club racing scene, and he wants to do more of it. He wants he, uh, to, uh, he participates in the Sudbury stuff, he's coming to our stuff, wants to start going to the Casey stuff. Wow, he's gonna put some miles on. Yeah, yeah. So now I think d- I know who you you're now you know about. who I'm talking about just because yeah. I said that. And uh, yeah, I just uh, yeah, it's my story about that. Cool. That's how it happens. He's got the itch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. And you know, top class guy. So cool. So I think that's a perfect opportunity then for us to say we're gonna take a break. Yep. We're gonna get our next guest on, Terry Jonas from Sumo racing and yeah. of course we're going to keep jeff with us and try not to have any more subwoofer problems and i cannot wait for that cable to get here i cannot wait so we'll uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back are you looking for a custom t-shirt hoodie pit mat or even custom vinyl for your house or home look no further than dutch oven designs they take pride in giving you the highest amount of detail in your design that is possible all this while offering their products at a reasonable cost dutch oven designs quality is just a standard for them
All right, we're back from our little break. Jeff got to experience what actually happens on an MBM podcast break. We 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 delve into conversations that A could be on the podcast, B can't be on the podcast, and C we never can recreate when we start recording. So it, it, I, I should learn from what I tell Tim all the time and just make sure I record everything. We're pretty professional. Yeah, we try. We try. Mike's over there digging through. Diet. Uh, Do I look like I need a diet? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Checking the cooler. No, we're out. Oh, that stinks. We're trying to get refreshments because we wouldn't have done that on the break because that's just. <laughs> that would make sense. You lied. <laughs> Any over you. Okay. The diet you can pour out. It's not a big deal. I think it's actually like a month or two past expiration. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> we're now, having a moment. Yeah, we're having a moment. We've got uh, on with us uh, Terry Jonas from Sumo Racing. Sumo Racing has been making products for the RC industry from 2009, from from what I gather. <laughs> I was checking out the webpage a while back, actually looking at uh, shock towers for my B5M, because uh, you guys make carbon fiber shock towers. I also was able to see a lot of other products that they make, like skid plates. Uh, I know you, you make some as well for the 10 scale field as well as eight scale um and then of course what i find to be really cool and wish i would i wish i could figure out how to get one on my four-wheel drive short course truck um but you make a fan system for the techno sct 410 so which is you know which is absolutely awesome oh yeah because i believe uh, rj hart uh ran it for a little while when you guys were prototyping it and he was finding like about a 25 degree difference in motor temp definitely that was a. Uh... Edwin Hartman actually helped me out with the Edwin. design on that Edwin. one. Okay. Um, Look at that. Edwin, the man, the myth, <laughs> yes. the legend, the reason why we're having Terry on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about Sumo RC uh, or Sumo Racing. You know, why did... Uh, why is it called Sumo first? Yeah, there Let's we go. Let's start with that. Um, back, it was probably like 2008. Um, I went to a CRCRC race down in Ohio. And at the time, I was running GT2s. And they, everybody was throwing these weights on them at the time, but nobody had a good idea. How do you put weights on a on a ten scale at the time? So there, you know, there's double sided sticky tape and some weights to the front. And so I came up with a slight weight system that you could actually change out plates that weighed their quarter ounce increments. So went down there, showed them to actually to Ryan Mayfield at the time, and Ryan was like, "Wow, these are really cool." So he actually ran them on his. At that time, there was nitro truck running. He uh, actually ran them the rest of the race on his. So you kind of think about heavy. What do you, what's heavy? You know. So I came up with sumo guys. They're fat. They're heavy. It's catchy. People remember it. <laughs> nice. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I gotta, Jim. I actually got to bring it up and show you. You got to see his logo, like on his battery straps and stuff like that. It's it's like a little sumo dude. I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. It is. That that is a smart reason. You know what I mean? Like it's a good idea behind it. I didn't quite have that great of an idea when I came up with MBM Podcast, but <laughs> it just was like, why MBM Podcast? I'm like, well, I go by Matt or Moose, so there's an M, and Jim goes by Buck on it's most of his genius, stuff. It's genius, Matt. It's genius. Don't yeah, sell yourself okay. short. It's... Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. No, it's good. it's good. So, okay, so you started with the whole weight system, and then obviously did you finally, did you realize that you kind of had something at that point? Um, They started to take off a little bit, and then I transition because the nitro truck scene kind of you know that that left the market so at that time right around when the rc8 was coming out um for associated and i was kind of still on a little bit but at the time i was a diehard associated guy so 
um, there was different options for some plastic skids out there and stuff. And I was like, man, I, I know I can make something that hopefully would hold up a little bit longer. Um, so at that time, that's when I said, why don't I try making a skid plate? So that's what we did. And uh, threw some skid plates on it. They seemed to work out good. So I'm like, well, why don't I throw these on eBay and see if I can sell them? And then they started selling. And I was like, wow. So then from there, I expanded and started grabbing different um, A-scale vehicles, and this kind of took off from there. I mean, it's been decent. That's the big one is a skid plate. Um, that's where I started. That's my bread and butter, I would say. Well, yeah, absolutely, because if you think about it, you know, what, what part of our vehicles takes the worst beating? The skid. The, the shock it, towers? It, it, well, yeah, well as long as they're, okay, let's rephrase that. What part of our RCs takes the worst beating when they stay on all four, all four wheels? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Because, because Mike's right. It normally is the bottom. <laughs> or the, the shock <laughs> the towers. The shock towers. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I just, um, I think it was on the Facebook page that I seen. Did, do you guys have? Um, what I did notice on his Facebook page oh that I thought was kind of cool <laughs> was some B5M weird mounted. Um, oh, why can't I talk right now? What do you call those things that keep your tires from flopping to the side? Are we talking about? Are you talking about the upper links? Yeah, yeah, on the front shock tower. Yeah, yeah instead of being on the side, they're it, on the other on the front. You, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I actually wanted to ask oh, you about yeah. that, Terry. What what what's the idea behind that? Because obviously, I think we all realize with the factory setup the way it is, you put the spacers in, it moves them up and down, which which changes your geometry. Now, is it the same with them facing the way they are? If you put spacers in, is it doing the same thing, or is it's it not? It's not. It's not gonna. Going out is not going to change uh, change it as much as the up and down movement. Um, it was it, honestly it was a move to help people. I mean, a, a lot of parts are. I mean, there's that bling factor that yeah. people like, um, and that's on some of these parts that I make. Honestly, some of it is that it's for the bling factor. We, people like carbon fiber. They like those options to have. Um, it was designed off the stock piece, so it's going to have similar characteristics. Um, that is one that's going to change slightly. Hmm. Camber links is what they're called, by the That's way. That's it. Sure. <laughs> Those things that hold Those your tires from going things. that way. <laughs> so actually, I noticed out on eBay, he's got these are pretty. Mike, you got to see these. The T5M, B5M rear skid plate. Yeah, I, I was looking through all this stuff. Those are kind of yeah, nice. That's a new one. I just released that today. Um, I, I just I, I try to read up on like RC Tech and stuff, and I listen to try to see what guys are talking about and. Um, I just seen that mentioned down there. I'm like, and I actually made some for Durango back a little while ago for uh, all the Durango. Because Edwin, obviously, he was one of my best, and still is one of my best friends. Right. Um, so we actually made it for the 10 scale Durango for different reasons. And they really, I sold tons of them. So why not? You hear, I've been seeing guys talking about on the B5Ms and stuff and how much, you know, they're slapping their chassis. Well, so Ed, Edwin will be ordering one then because he's got a B5M now. Nice. I played a little bit of part in that. <laughs> I was actually shocked at how fast he pulled the trigger on it because he says to me, he goes, hey, because he do you know anybody wanting to sell a B5M? This is like two or three months ago. So I just I went on one of the pages there. I'm like, hey, anybody got a B5M for sale possibly? And this guy posted, yeah, I got one here. So I'm like, uh, so I'm getting a bunch of information. And I said, okay. So I said, Ed, Ed, Edwin, a message. I'm like, here, here's the guy. Talk to him. See what you want to work out. Next thing I know, Edwin goes, yeah, I'm getting a B5M. <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's edwin <laughs> yeah yeah so it was it was pretty cool and then of course yeah. him and i had been working on uh because he's got dutch oven designs he's making like the the vinyl stuff i had talked to him about chassis protectors um and and we were working on a b5m one because that's what i have and i kind of wanted my own custom made one and so yep. here i am down here in my scanner 
I've got my B5M on there with a piece of tape on it to kind of give a reference. And I'm scanning it in. The one time I set it for like as high as dots per inch as I could possibly manage to do. Next thing I know, I've got like a 250 meg file of oh, a scan of the bottom of my chassis. I'm going, yeah, that's not such a good idea. So, <laughs> you know, change a few things, send it to Edwin. <laughs> He'd make a template, send it to me. I'd cut it out. Okay, yeah. we need an extra half a millimeter here, an extra five millimeters there. He's like, five millimeters? Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, trust me, I'm sure. There's a really big gap in between. <laughs> so it was nice. We were only off by a little bit. Like once he actually had physically one in his hand, he was able to make one exact to fit. But it was kind of cool. It was like, you know, we were really, really close, even though we're miles away from each other, right? So Yeah, he's a he's an intelligent person. I mean, he's self taught himself with SolidWorks. Um he's helped me with multiple designs. Yeah. And it's just amazing what he can do in a short period, you know. Tell me about it. I I'll send him an idea and like an hour or two later if he's not at work. I get a message back. What, what about this? And it's like, how the hell did you do that that fast? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin to do this stuff. Heck yeah. yeah so Ed, Edwin's a cool guy. So no, that's a, and like you said, he's he's like you know you should talk to to Terry over at Sumo Racing and and uh, I, I think you know like Jim, you know how we were always making mud guards. Mm-hmm. We don't make mud guards no more. He makes them. I know it's a new thing I'm dabbling in. I'm I'm starting to starting to make some. So, yeah, they're they're uh, they're pretty nice little units. They're made out of carbon. Yeah, we did them on one mil uh, one mil carbon fiber. I'm running them on my 3.0 uh, electric buggy right now, mm-hmm. and they're they're holding up nice. I mean, they're they're pretty awesome. Everybody's impressed that's seen them so far. So we'll have to be expanding here soon on that. Should have put a copyright on those gentlemen. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so is the idea though to to delve off into other brands like the the new uh, RC8 B3s and, like, the Technos and stuff like that? Yep. Um, see, with the thing, with a lot of brands, they're starting to they're um, starting to come out with them with the kits. Right. So at some point, that's I'm try- I went after the Low-C first because so they don't come with them. Um, but I'm hoping, even though they come with the kits, these ones are a little more sturdy, um, and they look cooler, honestly, to me. They look way cooler. So yeah, yeah, that I'm would not be gonna my goal is go f- towards the techno and the associated next. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie because that's, that's – I'd go for them. Are you kidding me? They're, they're, they're cart. Look at these things, Jim. Come here. I, I got to get up. I yeah, get up. I'm sorry. Like, and, for, and for 20 bucks for the set. Here. That's Look a, at those. I, I try to be fair with my pricing as best I can. Those are pretty, aren't they? Uh, the uh, 8 3.0. Now that the 4.0 is out. TLR playing games with you poor guys. <laughs> well, not much to say about Associated. <laughs> Associated will just take six years to give you a new kit. So. Yeah, that's all. What do you, <laughs> what, what, plenty of time to build parts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you, you can actually make a decent profit off of them. It's like, oh, great, we got our next car for the next 12 years. Great. Thanks, guys. Perfect. <laughs> well, but, you know, and all, all jokes aside, that's what it's turning into me. Look, in, look at the RC8T. By Associated. How old I is know, that kit? hanging forever. It, you know, don't get me wrong. Lots of guys are still running them, and, and the apparent supposed rumor is they are working and, on... Well, and, and how do you make it electric? What do you think? The RCAT. Well, that's... Well, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you never gotta order the kit. It's nitro yeah. <laughs> that you have to convert. <laughs> they didn't even make an electric <laughs> kit for it. Like, Hello, get with the times. Yeah. Nitro sucks. <laughs> No, nitro I doesn't don't know about suck. That, but I hate nitro. <laughs> no, no, easy, Mike. Easy. easy you only say that because of how far we live away from tracks where we can run it. But if we lived within nah. like an hour and a half, two hour drive, no, nah. 
That first no, thirty minute main. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I like I love them in for love them the way they sound, the smell of nitro. But no. Don't worry, this summer we'll be able to experience mm-hmm. that all over again while I'm cursing and swearing, going, Why did I build this thing? <laughs> that's no we know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting the bump box oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charge my batteries are dead again. <clears throat> Mike, where's that for whatever you got? I need 40 amp charge rate. <laughs> mm. yeah, no, Nitro is just, I am, I, man, I got that kids in my garage, and I just wanted to take a sledgehammer to it. Well, you could have, yeah. It's a Traxxas, it's, though. Yeah, it's, it's just a Traxxas, but just, I just, there's just, yeah. It's not my thing. That's all I'm going to well, say. What we got to do is get it to turn over and see what the pinch is like, because if the pinch is gone. Oh, no, it, it runs no problem. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. So what's the problem with it, though? No idea. It runs, it runs, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Just takes a cucka, like it's just it makes no sense. Might have to seal up some of the ports. Sounds like to me, it might be just getting extra nah, air in around just, the carb or something. I don't know. Once it warms up, it's just another thing you got to take apart and clean. And Hi I life. suck too We're bad recording. to have to worry about that. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that, uh, that, that's a personal feeling. That's no, not, true, you know. true. I, I know I want to delve into it, and I know I'm probably making a huge mistake because we don't really have anywhere dedicated I can run it, but. It is what it is. Is the electric scene the big thing up in uh, well, Canada the, and stuff? The or? problem is, is we just we don't have a, an outdoor facility to actually run nitro on right now. Um, okay. We did have a few tracks that it was able to be ran on for a while, but just you know the one track was way too far out. Um, it was at a, uh, a motocross uh, facility, so what was happening on weekends where they have big races, you'd have the kids on their pit bikes and their little bikes oh, tearing up the RC track, you know, and it was already hard enough to get five, six guys out there to, to have a maintenance day, Yeah. never mind having to go out there and fix everything after, you know, the they dirt bikes tear it all up, right? So it just didn't work out. I know there's been some conversation between Mike, Jim, and myself about uh, building a track in Mike's dad's backyard and I say backyard because it's like a field <laughs> and it's clay underneath the yep. grass. Like, so it would make for an amazing track. And, you know, I think we're just going to do wood jumps if we do do it. So that way there's no digging up clay and having to build this. We want to change the track layout around, grab the jumps, move them here, move them there. Hey, look, it's a new layout. Hey, there you go. Yeah, right? perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and, and fortunately up there, I think we might be far enough back. And if I am able to maybe run like no, one of those. No, not happening. No? No. Okay, so so no nitro there. So see what I mean? <laughs> if I build a nitro, I've really got nowhere to run it. And that means I'm going to have to travel. Now, I do want to try and make an attempt to run the MSCS series next year. Um, as many of them as I can. Yeah, and that's it. Like, you know, Jim, uh, Jim, you went to those races yep. in Gaylord when they had them, right? Yep, they're awesome. <clears throat> I've been to one. It unfortunately well, got rained out. Well attended. So, you know what I mean? I want to try and make the effort. And that's, I think, if I do build one, it'll be specifically for those races. Yeah, that's my goal like, typically every year. Is that's, the, that's the series I concentrate on. It's, the turnout's great. Um, they, do, they do a good job. They do a real good job. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain. Any race I went to, like I said, we got rained out on the one that I went to, which, uh, you know, kind of sucked. But it was a blast. Like, I had a good day. I ended up winning, winning some 10-scale wings which covered my entry fees so i was like well whatever i basically got yeah i only raced in one round but i got my entry fees covered with some wings so i'm going home with something that was with the electric though eh yeah that's when we were uh, i ran the uh hpi 
Did was that the? Was it wasn't no, it wasn't an MCS MCS or MSCS race at the end of the year. No. That was just Gaylord's final race. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I'm thinking of the one I went to before where I ran my SC10 four by four, and it yeah, like I said, it had rained, so my truck came off, weighing pounds. about 15 pounds, and when it went <laughs> on the track, weighing about five. <laughs> Rumor yeah. has it RJ Hart might be uh, holding a race this year at his track at his house. I <laughs> seen that track that he built, man. That is How impressive. How cool is that? It go it goes from being a test track. Yeah. To a full blown track all in one year, <laughs> like. <laughs> can you, can you might imagine how many awesome. hours you put. I haven't been there yet, but I'll, I'm gonna make it. I was racing with them this weekend down at uh, Addictive Motorsports AMS. So. Yeah, we yeah. I know there's been some talk. I think we've talked to a couple of guys down from the AMS area, and. Yeah, and, they come up to Casey's. Yeah, so we we gotta we gotta try and get our butts down to. I wanna I wanna try and do like a little round robin of like hitting RC Clubhouse AMS. And you, you know what I mean? A couple of them while I'm down in that area. And that's, I'm going to get my electric, my techno uh, eight scale electric buggy all in proper fine function. So that way when I do visit those tracks, I can actually have a chance to race an eight scale, which will probably be an absolute complete crap show. So if anybody wants to see <laughs> a f- okay 10 scale driver completely do horrible, then come see me run the eight scale because I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I'll hang out with you. Don't worry about it. Sweet. <laughs> If somebody says, hey, go try that quad, I will try it. That's but all there is go. to it. Put the biggest jump in front of me. I'll, I'll hit it with the 8 scale, whatever. Bonsai. Hmm? Not the 10 scale. I'm not like these crazy guys. Man, we were at Casey's Spring Fling last year, and w- when we all got done, they had this one raw, wall ride, and we were in the Little Bear Arena, is it? Yep. In, in uh, St. Agnes there. And at the end of the four-wheel drive uh, buggy race, man, these guys were taking their four-wheel drive buggies wide open into this wall ride, launching them at the roof of this place. Uh, Joel's almost got caught on the wire, and I'm just thinking, oh, my God. And then I managed to do the same thing Was it with my two-wheel drive buggy. I almost landed on top of a heat register at one of our races back last year. That would have been real cute. Yeah, last year you were being dummy, too, so. Yeah, we took the four-wheel <laughs> don't, drive. Don't kid yourself. G- Jim, w- Jim was catching four-wheel drive short course trucks off of that. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. Ask Jim how impressed he was on a scale of one to ten. Hey, he volunteered to catch it. Jim? That was four. Yeah, see? <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> but so, uh, Terry, anything new Sumo working on? Like, you guys got something that you're kind of not talking about? Should people be paying attention? Um, the next thing I have coming out, I have them designed. I'm just waiting to get them back from the CNC. Is uh, I have some new shock towers for the SC um, Techno coming out. Nice. Yeah, those are um, RJ's already running them. Um, so I just got to get more sets. I was just testing for fit and everything, see how they work. He's impressed with them. Um, he's one of my kind of test dummies for some <laughs> of my parts. So, um, he showed them to me this week. He was running them all weekend. Um, they're they're looking good. So that'll be soon. That'll be in the next couple of weeks. Nice. So for all you techno guys out there, I'm telling you, I'm contemplating making the switch from an associated four-wheel drive short course truck to a techno. I am. I really they're am. Good-looking trucks. I was actually told by a guy who knows pro associated drivers that will not touch an SC 10 four by four. They just won't. It's too to much of a headache it. to work on. To work on. That's really? exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. He's like, other than that, like the guys don't mind driving them, but when something breaks and they got to work on them, they don't want to work on them. I'm like, well, it only takes me like 20 minutes to split open a tra- like a transmission and change an idler gear. And his response <laughs> was, he goes, you have to video record it and send it to me because people will not believe it. I'm like, really? Like it, I don't find it that hard. I guess because I've done it, once on my truck 
twice on twice my on Mike's truck. <laughs> like I've taken them apart so many times now. For me, it's just mechanics, right? It's just a bunch of screws, and I don't know. After you've done it, yeah, yeah. it's just. Yeah. Come on, Associated. We had that conversation what mm. ten minutes ago, where we said we're ten years behind the times. No kidding. You guys now have an eight scale buggy platform that's pretty good. What are the rest of the four by four short course trucks based off of? I think they're concentrating on the 10 scale buggies right now. I mean, that's just their bread and butter. I don't know anybody out there that can compete. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I know you for know, sure the rumor is there is a, a, a metric B5 version of a four wheel drive buggy in the pipe. And, oh, it, and it's wow. being worked on. So is Jeff still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just chilling in the background. He's, he's, like, he's, green. he's yeah. super quiet. Yeah. Jeff, you got any questions? No, I actually have owned one of the sumo racing fans for a Losi. It's absolutely beautiful. The mount on it. Oh, loved it. See, look at that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Bringing people together on the MBM podcast. Look at us go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, of course, well, originally, if, if you guys don't, I mean, you guys probably should, I would know is uh, for the win actually started. They're the first ones to come out with an idea like that. Um, they're out of business at this point, but yeah. Um, I saw the idea. It was great. Edwin's like, wow, man, we got to put this on a techno also. And (laughs) they seem to be holding up good, you know. Well, that's that's awesome. Of course, Terry, I know you stayed at work to stay at a great internet connection, which was so cool. Like when I messaged him and he's like, yeah, I'm staying at work. I got a T1 line here. I'm going, oh, well, that's definitely, we know we're not going to have internet issue connectivity problems with you. You still can. T1 is not that fast. Wow, but. Yeah, but it's. It's reliable. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah, reliable. That's what we're after. Reliability. Exactly. That's all I'm after about my show. Oh, my no, for sure. <laughs> just just throwing out there, any of the geeks out there, T1 really is not that fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go, ahead, go ahead, Mike. Tell everybody what kind of internet you have at your house. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. What is it? What, what's the download? Like 80? Uh, I'm on the 80-30 package. Yeah. And I have a little piece of glass wire right into my little wiring closet furnace room situation. So it's kind of like the Fios stuff, Verizon Fios or whatever it is in the States. Fiber to the home. Oh, God. Yeah, that you want to see me get excited. Oh, show me some fiber. Yeah, and tell me that. Here's the worst part. The company that went around town installing it literally oh, ran out of money a week away from doing my area. Oh. A week away from doing my area. So if they would have had enough money for one more week of installs, I would be on the same kind of internet. No, I'm stuck with the local cable company. It's a joke. Yeah, they're not that bad. No, but yeah, come on. 450, here, 450 gig bandwidth for the month. Do they not realize how much YouTube and stuff uses nowadays? I get 15 on HughesNet. Ow. So yeah, you talk about poor service. That's, that's my only option. I don't have DSL or nothing. I have satellite that's, internet. That's the problem. Rural United States... Internet mm-hmm. service sucks. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're, you know, in in the metropolitan areas, you know, like population, it's all right. But as soon as you venture from that, it goes curse splat. It, it's so weird, right? Like how the demographics yeah. so different. But don't kid yourself. Go ten minutes north. What do you think it is here too? Well, now they use the the cell phone stuff. Yeah, but that, believe it, it's not that great. No, my, my grandparents have one. No, I, I believe it, but it's just it's so weird, right? Like, and this and, and this is Canada. A gigabyte costs you three hundred dollars. Yeah, so well, exactly. You know, what are you what are you going to do with that? <laughs> yeah, the, the on, cell me, phone companies were never stupid enough to give unlimited data. They let me never let did me that. stream an MP3. Oh, I'm out of data. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. It's, 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. You guys just got to. It makes me want to run into a brick wall sometimes. It just makes no sense. <laughs> for sure. Well, Terry, of course, we want to thank you for being on the MBM podcast. At this at this point, we'll give you the opportunity to say thanks to anybody that's made, obviously, um, your stuff work a little better or made things easier for you or helped you along the way. We'll give you that opportunity to say thanks to those people. Um, the biggest thanks, honestly, it goes out to, I mean, Edwin Hartman. Um, he's he's done a lot for me. He's always going to be one of my best friends. Um, RJ Hart. Um, He's just, just like Edwin, they're both ambassadors for the sport. I mean, if we could have 100 guys like that at the track, this hobby would go so much farther. Um, and beyond that, Kevin Myers at State Line, um, he's hosting the Electric A-Scale NAS this year, which is kick butt because he's been trying for a while to get a national there. And that was the, the best. If you guys can make a track, you need to make it down to State Line this summer. Um, the NAS are going to be July 21st through the 24th, and it'd be, uh, be a good time. That's a good week. It might be not. Why not? Rotary Fest is always the weekend before. Are you sure? Positive. It's always, Rotary Fest always falls on the weekend of my birthday. Just depends on how the weekends fall. It could be one of them weird years. What is yeah. that going to be? 2016? July. July. Yeah, because Rotary Fest will end up being the 14th, 15th, 16th. Yeah, yeah it falls good because they got yeah, the... It yeah, follow, it follows the next week. There will be a point when that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong, absolutely. Yeah. It will fall on that 2023 kind of deal, or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of these years. Anyways, right on. It'll Good. be a while, though. <laughs> yeah. But all right, well, yeah, you know what? You're right, though, when you say that, you know, Edwin and RJ are, are ambassadors to the sport, because I remember when we went to um, Gaylord's last race as a track, uh, we were there, uh, we went down, Mike and I and Jim and Mike Palumbo, Massassi was there. <clears throat> Massassi was there. There was a bunch of us there, and, and Mike and I decided that we'd stay at the track, and uh, Mike's girlfriend and my wife would go into Gaylord shop. And they're like, yeah, we'll be back in a little while, and, you know, the generator's running all day. They took a gas can to get us gas, and Mike goes and looks at how much gas we have in the generator and goes, um, if they don't come back like within the next hour, we're going to be out of gas. So <laughs> he went over and said, uh, you know, got some gas from RJ, which was really nice of RJ to give us gas for our generator, and and it was just, you know, it was, it was like you said, they're, they're great people. Um, and they, are. they obviously yeah. are there to help if you need it. And again, Terry, thank you very much for doing what you do for the, the RC community because you're giving people other options. You're, you, you know what I mean? You're not Appreciate stuck it. with having to look at, oh, what does Associated make for this? What does so-and-so make for it? What is so, so you're giving everybody an option. And like I said, even if I were to say build an RC8B3 and it come with mudguards, if you were making carbon fiber mud guards for it, I'm picking up a set of carbon fiber mud guards. Oh, yeah. Because they're just pretty. Awesome. I appreciate it, guys. So, again, thank you very much for being on the MBM podcast. Um, what we'll do real quick is we're going to jump out, take a quick break, and then we'll come back. And I think we're going to get into the race results that we had from this past weekend. I know Jim wants to talk about Harley a little bit. Yes. And then we'll talk about Mike's cat. Who got away? I, I wasn't gonna say the word. I seen your lips first. Don't do it. Don't do it. Did it go okay. right in line with the rub and tug? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. His rub and tug. Did, he, did you see my description on the page for that? I called R U B B I N apostrophe nah, rub and tug. That's what you got to put on the back of it. Rub and tug. I am. I'm going to be yeah, christening it. <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to the MBM podcast. I'm Mark Pavitas, and I'm listening to the MBM podcast. This is Tim Tunnerman from Team Associated, and you're listening to the NBM Podcast. 
And I'm Ryan Lutz, um, here with the MBM Podcast. I'm Jason Snyder, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Dakota Fend, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Brandon Rohde from LiveRC.com, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. I'm Randy Pike, and you're listening to the MBM Podcast. You're listening to the MBM Podcast. My name is Ty Tessin. Okay, we're back from another break. We take a lot of breaks, eh? Not really. The problem is, is the break that we take within the break that becomes the par- problem. Remember, remember when we first started this? Our, our breaks were like a good like 40 minutes. Oh, half come, hour. Yeah. Okay. Next thing we know, it'd be like four and a half <laughs> hours and be like, oh, we got two hours of recording in. It's like, then what when we come back, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. What are we going to talk about? The next thing we, yeah, well, that yeah. was the worst part because we'd get flapping our lips. Yeah. Anyway. It's back when we were new. Happens. It happens. We try. So race results. Are you ready over there, Michael? No, not really. I was looking for that video for Jeff, but it failed. I think <laughs> I farted, but I... Hmm. <laughs> Two-wheel yeah. drive buggy, C-Main. I'll share it on uh, Facebook. So we ran bump-ups. Which everyone loved. So who got the bump-up on that one? Because um, it'll be... Oh, it doesn't tell us. We'd have to look at the heat sheets, eh? No, no, no. I can go... Infilis. Steve yeah, Infilis. Steve yeah. went from the C to the B. So Steve took the first place in the C, took the bump to the B. So that gave Steph Morn from Sudbury first, Julian second, Daniel Lukalalalala third, and Trevor McCoy fourth. Very nice, very nice. Oh, look at this. It doesn't change the position. <coughs> the positions are one, two, three, three. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> update it. Oh, because they didn't finish. That's why. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. All right, there you go, Jeff. You'd be able to get that little... I don't know. Do you, you think? It? Can, oh, yeah. Would Would there you be? Would you be? Do you think anybody would be offended by the S word? Oh yeah. Song? Yeah. I just don't want to upset anybody. And it'd be a little cumbersome to go in there and put chicken clucks in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> do your B main there, slugger. <laughs> no, we should go in and edit it as a podcast together. It'll be. I think I farted, but I pooped. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's done. Yeah. I'll play this one later. <laughs> yeah, some of them are a little on the skunky side. Oh. All right, so for the <laughs> so let's see here for the for the B main for the B main. Oh, okay. So I see what happens. It actually gives us the information on our end, but in the system when you updated it, it removed you from being first, right? Because in, it, it, because you went, you took the bump into the A main of two wheel drive. Oh, and because yeah. we didn't have it set up, we'll have well, it fixed for the what, next time. Yeah, and what what might have happened here is is Joel ran it, so he might not have deleted me. Oh, okay, okay. So what what happened? So basically, uh, first would have been Charles uh, Levesque from Sudbury. Will would have been second. Steve with third, uh, which is, isn't too bad considering you bumped up from the C main to the B and finished yep. third. So you know that's one of those risks, right? When you do take a bump up, you're giving up first in the main that you were in, that, in order to go. That too, and your car just ran for. Well, seven minutes or whatever. Five yeah, minutes. but see, but normally, 
the last time we did bump ups, we had everything spaced out. So basically, you'd run all your C's, then all your B's, and then all your mains. So that way, or all your A's. So if you took a bump up, you had a couple of races to you know charge your batteries, let your stuff cool down. Or wow! So look at this. I didn't notice this. What's that? But I took the first place position on lap. What eighteen? Yeah, it's kind of weird the way you look at it because and, you're and, like and held it right to the end on lap twenty eight. 29. Yeah. Nice. Not too shabby. I know you're going to call me what you're going to call me, uh-huh. but I would like to get into the C main. Can I get a bump up into the B? Win the B? I did it once. And get into the A? Yeah, that's, that's what... Uh... <clears throat> you guys remember last year when when we were all pitting over away from everything? Yeah. When the Showcase Showdown stuff was going on? And... Things weren't running very well, and it decided just to go from <laughs> so, the first set of heats to right to mains, but at, offer bump ups. I had to do that. I bumped up because I think there were three heats like that. I bumped up from the from the C to the B, from the B to the A. At our track, if you did that C B A, yeah, you would do over a hundred laps, right? Oh yeah. Well, in, yeah, in no, seven because minutes, you're doing forty nine, forty five ish, and you're doing about thirty or so in yeah. So in it'd the be five. over a hundred. La- oh, wow, that's a lot of laps. You'd be fried. Yeah, that that seven minute main on our tiny like, on that little eight we're and veering half. off here, but yeah, yeah. yeah. on a not, let's just say a nine second track. Some do it faster, some do it slower. Yeah, yeah. That's why you never give up because you never know. Ju- oh man, well, <laughs> we'll get into that conversation. Yeah, later. absolutely. Okay, so anyway, third was Steve, fourth was Devin, and fifth would have went to Jason Corporan. 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 You got the A main up, right? A main. Yeah, I did horrible. I took seventh. So I should have just stayed in the B. I don't know what it was. I think it was just the back-to-back threw me off. Well, that's that's part of it. And and the the guys in the A main, like, I felt uncomfortable in the A main. And I had lots of bobbles in the A main, which kind of did not help me at all. Was it because you are standing beside me? I think that might have been part of it. Yeah. And because you're just such a sandbagger, I wanted to beat you. Look over <laughs> at my good looks. Yeah. What I'm not understanding is here, it's got the behind. The behind? Like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth was like. Yeah, but the behind I think works for like each individual. So like the behind for second place is how far behind second place is from first, and then the behind for third place is how far they're behind. Set, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think because if you look at like if you look at well the next one that I'm looking at like it goes from third being eleven seconds behind to fourth only being point eight zero seven. Like less than a second behind, so I'm assuming he was only a second behind the third place guy. So where did you start? You started fifth. Yeah, I started fifth, finished fifth. Yeah, <laughs> I went up, I went down, I went back. If you could have seen my face in the morning when uh, the door opened and there's Frank Hansen walking in, and then right behind him, it's Matt. It's like, oh yeah, great. Oh man. Yeah, day's over. Yeah, those are two uh, very skilled yeah. drivers. So, yeah, let's go through that. Uh, Frank Hansen took a first. Joel Wiggins took a second. Jimmy took a third. Our Jimmy right here, Jimmy. Matt Coger took a fourth. Housen here took a fifth. Kyle Johnson, man, that kid is going to, like, a little bit more discipline, and that kid is going to be unbeatable. Yep. He's like definitely going to give us a run it, for our money. It's just he, yeah. And myself, like I said, I took the caboose. The caboose. More track time, bro. More track time. I got the C main here of Stock Shore Course. Looks like uh, J.J. Kelly took first. Julian took second. Third went to Gary. Fourth to Brian Duncan. And fifth went to J.J.'s daughter, Julia. 
Which he's uh, doing pretty good there. They, yeah. uh, they who, t- who took the bump up in that one? I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I believe uh, JJ did take. Yes, it was. No. Yeah, it was him because he, he came in in fifth. He started okay. fifth. Yeah. So like I said, I'm pretty sure what's happening is because of the way we're doing it live, RC already has the da- the updated info even when we remove the driver. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows me his qualifying position, which was fifth. So that means he was the one that took the bump up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was the B main. I took a first. Devin Burns took a second. J.J. Kelly took a third. Will Shell a fourth. And Steph Morin a respectable fifth. Nice. And, okay, so who was in that race again? Uh, it was me that took the bump up. You did take the bump up? Yeah, I got. No, I didn't. No, I was going to say no. Because I don't see anybody. Uh, Jason <coughs> Copperon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. So, first went to Steve. Um, funny, funny little story. Delving off a little quickly about Steve. Steve's been fighting some issues with that MIP puck system that he's had in it, which I sold to him. <laughs> which Jim <laughs> sold to him, and it hasn't been anything wrong with the fact that Jim sold it to him. It was the fact that I guess when Steve put it in, he didn't pay attention to what side he put his um, the 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 bolt on to tighten it. Um, so sure enough, the one day last month he was complaining it was slipping really, really bad. I'm like, well, it's just really loose. So I went and I tightened it up for him, and he said, man, it's slipping again. I don't get what's going on. I'm like, dude, I think it's got to be on the wrong side because it must be loosening itself as you drive. Sure enough, asking a few people that also run TLRs, yeah, it's on the wrong side. So he flipped it over, and, well, look what happens. He goes and wins the um, first in the A main, second went to our boy Jim, third to Charles from Sudbury, fourth to Jason from Sudbury, uh, fifth to Joey, sixth to Kyle Johnson, and um, I believe it was seventh would have went to Brian. But I don't think he made it for that race, did he? He made it for the mod. Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, what are we on? Novice? Yep, yeah, novice. Novice, Kyle Prius, our boy from Massey, Ontario. Julia Kelly, Alex Wiggins from good old Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Owen Duncan. Elliot Pazabon, uh, I'm I'm sure I'm I'm pretty sure he was local. Yeah, I think he is. And we had a newcomer, Kale, and uh, they didn't realize it was an all day event. Yeah. <laughs> so they came, they ran the one race, and then they left. Yeah. You know, like we, if we knew it was longer, we would have. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. That's always nice to see new people out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was, he looked pretty excited there to get in there and race. So. Ja. So it's always fun seeing the young guys come out and Elliot there. He had a little. Uh, mini E Revo, yeah. <laughs> you know, just and he didn't do too too bad with it. But then I quickly found out that you know at one point he come to me and asked if anybody had tape. I'm like, well, what do you need tape for, bud? And he goes, he goes, oh, I need to to tape my antenna. Uh, my antenna, it just kind of fell out. I'm going, oh, okay, thinking it's just like the antenna tube or whatever. He's just trying to tape it so it doesn't flop everywhere. Well, then he's having some problems with it, and he brings it over. And I'm looking at him like, oh boy, pull it apart. Sure enough, his antenna actually somehow got gnawed in half. So the poor guy's standing at the side of the track, and he's holding his remote out, oh. trying to make sure it goes. I said, no, I said, dude, you're going to need a new receiver. Um, you know, tried to get him fixed up as best as I can, but, you know, mm-hmm. just imagine if you put a real race truck in his hands, you know, something like that. So it's cool to see him race. He, I think he mm-hmm. had fun. He stayed all day, so he was definitely having fun. Uh, so let's see. I got Mod Shore Course. Uh, I believe this was the... B? Yeah. What? Mod Shore Course, but that actually doesn't tell me. Anyway, yeah, I think it's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's the B. The the B. There's only two heats, right? Yeah, it's the B. There's only three people <coughs> in it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, first went to Brian Johnson. He made it back in time for the mod. Julian was second, and third was JJ. Obviously, uh, Brian took the bump up. 
Definitely paid off because uh, he took a second place in the main. Yeah, there you go. Right behind Matt Coger. Third place went to Joey Devos. Fourth to Will. Fifth to Jim. Jim, what happened? Mm. He Sixth is to Jared and a seventh to Kyle Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Jim had some technical difficulties. Yep. That slow C was killing him. Mm, no. <laughs> oh, just the wrong choice of words, that's all. <laughs> all right, so we got uh, stadium truck <coughs> in... Uh, do we got two classes of stadium truck? No. Just the one? Mm-hmm. All right. So in stadium truck, we had uh, Jason Moser uh, took first. Uh, second went to Jason Corporon. Third to uh, Charles. Fourth to Devin. Fifth went to Elliot. And then sixth went to Dan. But I think Dan was gone already to work at that point. So he didn't make it to the mains, Boom. unfortunately. Uh, four-wheel drive buggy. Housen took a first only because Hansen broke. Hey, I still had to keep my stuff together to stay ahead of Joel. Yeah, Joel was having a lot of bobbles there with his uh, with his two. Eh? Yeah. Well, he I think he broke he broke both a left and a right a arm on his TLR. Yeah. He finished <laughs> exactly point eight six ones of a second behind you. Yeah, but he was also down two laps. So I don't understand how that works. What do you mean? How could he be point eight of a second behind you but finish a lap less? Well, that I couldn't tell you because it's the timer. <clears throat> Timed event, right? Yeah, it's from the time. Because I finished at 7.04, he finished at 7.03. Yeah, so you crossed the loop <coughs> just before he... Yeah. You crossed the loop literally just... Just before him, yeah. 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 And it was only one lap I had on him. Yeah. I What I love about live time is the consistency. Like, it, it shows you your lap consistency time, like, like <clears throat> percentage-wise. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how that works. I guess it must look at your laps and figure it out, like... <coughs> Your lap times and say, well, okay. okay, hold on a minute. If your fastest lap is this. Well, you know when you're watching the, the screen, right, with mm-hmm. the time on it? You notice that bar that goes from green yeah, yeah, to, it's, it's, and then to red? That's actually your pace timer. So every time it hits red, well, yeah. you're going over the yeah. pace that you're setting, right? And that's So it's obviously as you're going, it's keeping track of how many times you come in. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what I just said, though. Well, it's it's looking at your lap times and it's... Yeah, averaging it out some way or another, and I, I don't know. Anyways, it's it's pretty good. cool. It, it, I I think it's pretty nifty. Like you look at some of Frank's, like holy jeez. Like, so yeah, first 90s. place went to Matt, second to Joel, third to Jim, who was battling that poor thing. Oh, talking to your microphone, bro. And uh, Dan Lukla had to go home. Well, no, he had to go to work, and yeah. I had loose screws all over the place. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. The first you, you had a loose screw in practice. Everything was just that whole front end. I got parts on order. It'll be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to four-wheel drive short course. <laughs> um, I took first. Mike took second. Jarrett took third. Charles fourth. And fifth went to Steph. And see, there it is again. You got 41 laps. I got 39. But it shows us 1.2 seconds behind. Yeah, because I crossed the line at 707, 641. You trip crossed it at 708, 861. Yeah, but that's two laps, Matt. Yeah, I know, but it's a con- it's talking about that particular lap, like how close behind me you were there for that lap. I, I don't think it, like, I know when we're racing, it shows you, like, you know, 24 seconds behind, 12 seconds behind. Like yeah, I, I just don't, I can't second. wrap my head around what that means. Well, but that's how far behind you were when you crossed the line behind me. What I don't understand is, well, actually, I do understand it. See, Jarrett got caught at the line because you we're not always in the same position. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a big racetrack where, 
You know what I mean? It's kind of you can look and go, okay, there's first, second, third, fourth. Sometimes first's here, second's there, third's kind of somewhere in between those two guys because he's yeah, I don't know. You know, and what then mean? what's the deal with this STD DEV? What? On the far right, in that call. Oh, I think it's standard deviation. I don't know what that is. Uh, you know what? we got to get a hold of somebody to explain this stuff oh, to I'm us. pretty sure we know the guys who can answer these questions for yeah. us. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> it's I not like we it. don't know Brandon. However, dude, you had like an 82% consistency. You were driving much better than I was. If you would have had a few more minutes, you would have probably caught me. That's what seems... Uh, dude, whatever it is about my short course, I am faster in the tight stuff than you are with yours could be your motor and you are faster as soon as you get on like a little where you can open it up a little bit you pull ahead we get to the corner i catch up like it's just it's so i don't know i don't get it well it could be me babying it into the corners because i know mine likes to traction roll still it's just you know what i mean like i noticed that like we would we, uh, even on our small track we would get to where the the single jumps were yeah and that's where i'd catch you and then yeah, because well, well, I go then, easy through because uh, our trucks are really but, bad. But it nosing. was even before that though. Yeah, because you would come off that straight stretch, you'd hit the double, and that's where you'd get that little bit. Then you'd have to hang that first right, that second, and that's where I'd get you coming into that second. Yeah, we'd go over the double, the the two single jumps, and then you'd pull that little bit away, and then I'd make it back. Yeah, I'd come, I'd like, come oh. through that thing. <laughs> I was like, it just this is ridiculous. Like, and, and I just. Those are I was really babying it through the infield because I've had well, traction so rolling issues with it. And, and it's, both uh, our trucks are so evenly matched, yeah. but in different... Well, the biggest I, difference between my know. truck and your truck, we're running the same ESC. Yeah. No, it's the motor and the Exotech chassis. The motor, yeah. You're running the Pro 4, and, and I'm running the old uh, SCX or SC4X Tekken motor, four and a half turn, uh, and you have the Exotech chassis. But other than that, they're identical because I built your truck to oh, exactly I know. what mine I know. is. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Or it's just the way we, you know, the way I drive versus the way well, you drive. Well, and right? that's part of it, but also too, your tires suck. That, but you, it's kind of weird because tires having that little bit of give on the carpet makes them so much more forgiving as far as they'll have a little bit of slide. Yeah. And that's almost what I'm trying to find is a decent tire that gives me a little bit of slide and that's I, I really like those those Proline primes. Uh over near the end of the day, they were really starting to to bite in really big time. But, like, the first bit breaking them in was amazing because I could kind of get away with throwing the truck in a little harder. So yeah, it had a little bit of give. Mine wanted the back end and wanted to swing around. Yeah. yeah. And that it was just... it was Too much give? Just, yeah. As soon as I tried to get power on it, it mm. was just... <laughs> you know, <laughs> Gotta so love either, that Pro uh, 4. So it's either do you... Like, how do you fix that, right? Oh, you could do it's tuning loose, stuff. Loosen but the slippery <laughs> a little bit, maybe. You know what it is, to be honest with you, dude, is the tires. Like yeah, you really just you got to try and find a tire that you feel and really I good on. The heck out of those things. Yeah, oh, they they really need to be worked out. Like uh, I'm sure once they they lose it, what are they city blocks? I think so. Once they wear out a little bit, I bet you they'll be all right. I'm pretty sure those are originally purchased for outdoor yeah, usage. Yeah, gyms. <laughs> Anyways, so it was a good race day. We can talk about that a little bit, I guess. Things I are, enjoyed things it. Are it was coming fun. together. It's just uh, there's lots lots to do. Still a little bit of growing pains yeah. here and there. Just, you know what I mean? With the, 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 what I think, you? uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I got this battle going on in my head that I got to, uh, I, 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 like I can only run two classes. Anything more than that at our races is just, it's just too much. Yeah. No one wants to touch the microphone. I get it. I never wanted to do it either until I was in a position where I did not have a choice. <laughs> I don't mind it. Like I no. don't. And, and that's. Maybe I don't 
say that to you often enough. Like, if you really want me to, dude, I got no problem. I'll sit down and run oh, like yeah. no, five, I six know. races. Does uh, Jeff, you guys at your track where you guys race, like, does your race director just direct or does he race too? No, we're just a group of guys that have, uh, we were given a piece of land at a local park. So it's kind of a open to anyone. Mm. I mean, we'll, we'll just line up cars out there, one, two, three, go run five laps you know and runway park it, yeah, yeah. It, you know yeah. or the school parking lot yeah like the school parking summer. lot all summer yeah that's the same kind of stuff we were doing yeah we've been approved to actually have our track moved within the park and we're when we rebuild it we're talking about driver's stand and nice bringing in dirt fence drainage uh irrigation we're trying to get all that stuff yeah uh, well, out. you could be like us with our indoor stuff. We can go anywhere now. Yeah. You yeah. know, it just it's <laughs> a matter of hauling a whole lot of stuff down wherever you want to go. And, yeah. you know, it, it's unfortunate because if we were in an area where, you know, like Sudbury is three and a half hours without a trailer, what's the next closest thing? Thunder uh, North uh, Thunder Bay? No. Yeah, yeah Thunder uh, Bay. Yeah, Thunder Bay. And that's and probably that's eight, nine hours, you yeah, know, at least where, you know, if you figure if you were in like these other areas where you know like like the toronto area i'll use that right i mean you can be in scarborough markham niagara Barry, this place niagara yeah all within two hours well <laughs> it's not you could run no. races all over the place right yeah. it's just yeah we're just geographically in a really crappy spot yeah well we do have an advantage of having michigan right there below us uh unfortunately just it seems to be the northern michigan tracks have a lot of hard time right. and it's not for lack of racers because we see it when we go to some of the races. There's sometimes there's 50, 60 of us. But I guess it's just getting that, you know, even half of those people out mm-hmm. regularly to attract to support it yeah. is the problem they have in northern Michigan. And it, it, it's a shame, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm hoping one of these Friday, Saturday mornings, Mike or I get up, we check that friggin' Lotto Max ticket that we got. Yeah, no kidding. And one of the two of us has, has hit the $50 million jackpot. Because I'm going to tell you what. There's going to be a facility that people are going to get on planes to come and visit. We are going to build an <laughs> RC Tracks of Las Vegas style of a facility, but indoors here in the Sioux. So what was that thing you were going to say earlier there before I played oh, that song? Oh, nothing. I just, it was, I was looking at the uh, results there. And I, like I said, it had to do with the, that behind time. Oh, okay. Well, hey, like I said, we can always, uh, we can always ask uh, Brandon, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Or somebody like that. I'm sure somebody will be able to answer us pretty quick. Oh, anyways. So no luck with your kitty cat? No, nah, I don't know where the cat is. Stupid cat. That's all I can say. He, too got, he, he got out the door and he just hasn't come back yet? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with him. He <coughs> loves to run outside. And well, and the worst part is he's so friendly. I, uh, like I he's was stupid friendly. Ran outside because I couldn't find my phone at about 11 o'clock last night. And I just, you know, I just wanted to go to bed, right? So I was doing the, uh so I ran outside, and then I said to myself, it's kind of weird I didn't see the cat. Because usually he's, like, tripping you and you're face-planting all over the place. But I never thought. I said, ah, he probably just, you know, he eats his, his supper there. We f- he was fed around 10 o'clock. Yeah. I said, ah, he's gone downstairs there. He's, cause we got to keep our two cats separated because if not, they get into fights. And it's just, <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, anyways, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Uh, you know, we put it on the local Lost Pets page on Facebook. And yeah. Let the Humane Society know and shared it on Facebook. And I mean, we haven't gone door to door, but I went for a walk all over the place with a flashlight, you know, 
His name's Dexter, so we're like, Dexter, Dexter. <laughs> Neighbors probably think you we're named crazy. him after Dexter from. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Dexter. <laughs> from Dexter, <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, it sucks. I mean, my kid, she, uh, him, and her got along quite well. Like she's gonna be two pretty soon, and I mean, my kid could rip his whiskers out and take his <laughs> fur and stretch it six miles long, and he'd just sit there and take it all in. So, I, I mean, I don't think she's old enough to kind of realize it. No. You know, the girlfriend there was always, you know, we're out the door, Dexter, Dexter. And, of course, the kid, the cat, the cat. So, you know, you know how it is. She's only doing it because we're yeah, doing it. Yeah. I mean, I think tomorrow she'll probably be like, what cat? Yeah, what cat? But, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, as much as I hate him, I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, I don't want anything bad to come to him. It's just. You only hate him because he loves you so much. No, he's a real pain in the butt. That's what I mean. You want to see a cat that will drive you insane? That was the one. <clears throat> I have three of them. No, I don't know, man. I have three of them that will crawl on me, follow me around the house, meow at me in the kitchen when their dishes are full of food and water, <laughs> which blows my mind. It's like, well, what do you possibly want? Well, like, why are you meowing at me? I know you're behind me. I didn't step on you, but you're going to meow at me anyway. And then, of course, that's responded with a meow. So I don't know. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Choking on my own breath. So, Jim. Yeah. Harley. Yes. What is the deal with Harley? Well, Harley's been off the YouTube channel, so I've been in withdrawals. <laughs> He's my man crush. See, if you had Facebook, yeah, you would have been aware that he was moving. That's right. Because he took lots of pictures of his workshop. No, I knew empty. he was moving. I just didn't know, you know, he's moving down the street. Right. But he's moving to California. Uh-huh. He's got a job with Vanquish, so I say good for him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know what he would do it in at Vanquish. We well, but he's pretty good with like because he posts. Like I remember when me and you first started really talking about scalers and stuff like that. You were telling me all about Harley, and and so I you know looked at it. I looked at his web page, and he offers CAD drawings that you can print out mm-hmm. to build your own steel cage like me- crawler well, well, well from for, first like the plans first, first he was a big into comp crawling right that's that's where his that harley thing came up you know who's this harley guy and then he would have his all his setups right yeah so you try and comp uh copy that back in the day and then the youtube thing blew up basically made yeah, yeah super super as, as it has for so many yeah but yeah no good for him yeah, that's pretty cool. Got a dream job, I guess you'd say. Move all the way to California. Yep. Because where was he located? Uh, Kansas City. Wow. It's a pretty yeah. big move. Oh, yeah. All the way to I'm California. Sure the, I'm sure the price is right, too, to move there. Dream job. Good for I'm him, sure. though. And work for Vanquish. And Vanquish has finally got themselves to a position where they have enough CNC machines to almost keep up with supply, yeah. like the demand of further stuff. So. Hopefully that'll help because, geez, I remember seeing that all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, there's stock, Vanquish stuff in stock. And then you go, look, at no, it, it's out of stock. Oh, yeah, it was only in stock for about five minutes because mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody was waiting for it. Yeah. Imagine, ma- imagine you own a company where no matter what you, you did, you cannot keep up demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The money's just rolling it. Well, there's a reason why they had the money to be able to buy new CNC machines. Yeah. Those things are cheap. No. <laughs> and something tells me they probably weren't financed <laughs> they were no. probably paid for in cash <laughs> yeah. yep so you do a little bit of crawling stuff too right jeff you were talking yeah, about you have a couple I, of uh axial rigs yeah i've got the sex 10 and the and the uh the wraith and then the bomber sometime this week 
I know Jim's real real excited about the bomber. He's been he hasn't stopped talking about it since it was announced. Yeah, it's on my uh, computer screen. That and, tells you anything. And then you got to sit <laughs> in on that great that that podcast there with Brian Parker when we oh, talked yeah. about it too. Yeah. And who would have thought? Jim thought he was going to escape that whole podcast without being heard at all. But mm-hmm. then that whole after hours conversation that happened yeah. that. Who's uh, that guy in the background talking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good though. Tell me that wasn't a story and a half about oh, the yeah. scooter when he bought the scooter. Yeah, it was. And he was rode good. it back. And it's like, oh my god, this guy's insane. And then we spent what another forty minutes down in my basement watching all those Gromkana videos. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Brian! I lost an hour of my life. So what are you looking at over there, bro? Uh, answering a message. Oh, multitasking, are mm-hmm. you? So what's the plan? I think you're off to Sudbury, right, for the 19th? Yep. I'm going to be heading down to Casey's because, unfortunately, I can't join you in Sudbury, which I'd much prefer to be joining you and be able to harass you for an entire weekend and pick on you. And Well, you could come. No, I can't. Oh, you could. No, I have a party that I have to go to. Oh, you could still come. Yeah, no. Well, sure. You want to go down Saturday and be back Saturday by 7 o'clock? Sure. <laughs> Good luck with that. Because I'd have to be home by 7 o'clock. Oh, well. If we miss this party that we're supposed to go to, I won't hear the end of it. It's we, all right. We already missed a party at Halloween because of a wedding that we didn't hear the end of. No. Yeah. Don't want to do that again. Your high, it's all good, your bro. High it's all good. Yep, yep, yep. And then you're not racing at all because it's no. too close with your job and yeah. stuff like that. You can't, can't get away that weekend. Yeah, I'll be at home. So Save my money. <laughs> <laughs> so the next race with the Sioux RC Car Club will be January 9th and 10th. I believe that's right, Mike. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at a calendar. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure because it's so. the weekend after January 9th to 10th. I know there's been a proposed um, practice weekend uh, for the weekend of uh, New Year's because New Year's Eve falls on the thir- 31st, the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so New Year's Day would be the Friday. So we could definitely get in there Saturday, set up, and maybe run a whole day of practice on Sunday. 15 bucks a pop. So if you're a local racer and you're interested in coming out, uh, make sure you uh, try and hop on Facebook there and uh, put interest in. I believe you create an event for it, right, Mike? Mm, yep. So make sure you put some interest in on there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, when did the Sudbury guys race again? In the new year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll let me look here, I guess. I know I'm I'm popping this on you all of a sudden. So much for that creative meeting that I wanted to have. Didn't quite happen. Greater Sudbury RC. I think it's under there. Or is it under the yeah, back? Yeah, I got back it. Street? You it got just, it? It's this... It's this laptop I'm using. It's a, it's a it's a little slow. That's one one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it PG, uh, bro. January twenty third. January twenty third. So January twenty third. Yeah, it looks like he updated all of these. He changed it, yeah, because they they moved from the Sunday to the Saturday, right? I'm probably so gonna go to the twenty third one if you guys. January twenty third, February twentieth, April 9th, uh-huh. and May seventh. Think you can get away with a back to back weekend of racing there, Jim? No. We all could go down to Casey's <laughs> on the 16th and then go to Sudbury for the no. 23rd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. definitely in for the 23rd of January to go to Sudbury. That's I'd definitely like to go to happening. Sudbury. I think We've Mike, never been there, right? It's a bigger gym, right, Mike? So. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of carpet, though. Yeah, that's where they have that's the That's the thing. I know the conversation with them is to get some talks going about it, what... First, they want to figure out if they're going to do a trophy race on May 7th. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if that interferes with our last race date. 
No, he he put he put um, he put that uh, their race schedule built all yeah. around ours. So, anyways, we'll have to see what what they're doing. Uh, you know, I threw them the pitch. I said, "You guys want to want to do something big uh, again?" It's it's the same idea that uh, we were talking about a little while ago. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I got a message too from uh, this Jeff uh, guy on Facebook. He says uh, he was listening to our uh, December fourth MBM podcast show. Um, he says, um, where is it here? He's into comp crawlers and scalers, but, uh, however, the, um, auto show that they do in Detroit, they sell off all the carpet they use during the show after it's over for like dirt cheap oh, yeah? just to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that maybe if we send an email and see like, yeah, okay, it's a bit of ways away, but if it can get be had for real cheap. And it's the same kind of carpet that they run already in Sudbury. Yeah, you know we could probably work something out with them for to just go down and get it and bring it up, whatever the case is, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's about five hours away. It's not. It's not yeah. a bad drive. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a bit of drive, but if we go down, pick it up, and then we keep it here, and then the next time we go up to Sudbury, we take it there with us. You know what I mean? Again, it, it'll cost a bit of money to get it, so you'd have to weigh the cost of getting the carpet there the cost as opposed to just buying it new yeah well that's always the challenge right yeah and but money and time but the guy was cool enough to provide us with the info so it's something we can look into you know what i mean and again from my understanding from a little bit i've done of reading online this kind of carpet has becoming pretty popular for mm-hmm. for indoor carpet racing it seems to hold up a little better than the CRC. Uh, the CRC... You, you won't tear that carpet. Well, that, that's it. Because of the backing that's on what it. The, it's what the guys in Sudbury did... You got Okay, picture this. Mm-hmm. Okay, picture this big, giant monstrosity of a rack. They put... Um, whatever, pipe. Okay, metal pipe. Okay. And they put a handle on the end with a ratchet like you're... Uh, like a, I can't even tell you like, what it is. Like a boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. That's exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. They drilled holes <sighs> through the carpet into the pipe. Okay? Yeah. They did this uh, on the two outside edges. Right. And in the middle. They took a metal bar. They put the metal bar on top of the carpet, put the two bolts through on each spot. Right. And they crank it up. Okay. That's this stuff. It's the pl- hard plastic back. Like, it's not like, you know, like, you know mm-hmm. when you buy... Like a cheap carpet, how they yep. get away with that that plastic that they put works. Yeah. That's what this stuff, and it's thick. So like when your two wheel drive or your four wheel drive buggy does the flip and it rips the CRC, uh uh uh, that's not gonna happen on this carpet, right? You know, so it's it's, I th- I honestly think it's cheaper. I think it probably would be more durable. They didn't even tape it. They didn't tape the carpet the together. They Get taped the edge. They ran duct tape down the edges, and they butt it together, and they're done. Huh. I'm wow. telling you, there's well, there's setup. The, these those guys in Sudbury, I'm telling you, man, they got it figured out. Well, so you're saying Sudbury's smarter than Sault Ste. Marie? I'm not saying they're smarter. I'm saying just the way their <laughs> yeah, cards fell. Just see that. The, the, yeah, out. just the like way the just, way everything's worked just, out with getting that carpet. But but here's the other thing oh, we, we got we got to remember the CRC carpet originally was made for sedan racing. Well, it was never designed for the off-road racing we do on it, and that's why we notice such good performance out of foam tires because sedan cars used foam tires on this mm-hmm. stuff, not the rubber tires like we're used to using. I'm going to say this, and this RC industry is getting a little out of hand because everybody's so stuck on these certain little things, and 
I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I pause there because I'm just trying to gather my thoughts to say <laughs> the right thing. And what I mean is, is just make do with what you have. Yeah. You don't have to go spend $10,000 on CRC. No. If all you can get is that carpet and it's going to cost you two grand. I'm telling you, go get that carpet. You yeah. will not be let down. Y- you definitely want to make sure you know, that you just don't go out and buy any carpet. You want to make sure you buy something that's low pile, oh, really hot, like really tightly. Um, but it's just, you know. it's just, it seems like the bar of where you got to be at, regardless whether it's at the pro level, the, yeah, those are some different kind of jumps, man. The sportsman <laughs> level, whatever level you 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 want to look at. It's like the bar just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. And it's like it's getting more and more and more expensive, whether it's for the driver, for the new kit, for the parts. People are buying, you know, and this is no diss to anybody that does anything. But, you know, Exotech this. And uh, what was the brand you were talking about that you put into the Eddie gym? Uh, Vanquish. The Vanquish stuff. Like those Vanquish parts are not cheap. No, no. no. <laughs> like you know what I mean. And it's like because they're machine parts, but though. That's like it. But each you, parts machine. But if you don't have them, yeah, how are you competitive? Well, that's true and not true at the same time, because the reality is this: if you look at my B5M, I get in all the A mains for the most part, and what do I have on it other than that Shell Nova slippery cut yeah, that I got I mean, off you? In, 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 you're right in that class, though. But look at outside of that class. Well, true, but Just look at look at Jim's buggy. Jim, what do you got on your buggy? Nothing. You're full of it. Nothing. Mip puck system. No, I don't. You took that out. Yeah, it's gone. Okay, so you got rid of that. But you bought it. But you had it. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying, I, right? I bought like it because no, you I have all the aluminum stuff. That's why I gave it to Steve. But don't tell him Steve that though. <laughs> <laughs> but you you had all the aluminum stuff. The yeah, I, I got aluminum screws for it. Yeah, that's the, right. The, well, you put the titanium screws in it, but I mean aluminum. Like you yeah. upgraded your spindles, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm running all the plastic stuff in my associated stuff. I have titanium spindles. Whatever. Yeah. But remember, but we race once a month, sometimes true. twice. Now yeah. we're bumping it up to maybe three. And my my point is this: is is if we were race, if we were weekly racing, yeah, our trucks would be beat up versus oh, the guy spending destroyed. all the money. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, holy cow. Like, it's just at, at some point we need to get the buck. Ponder on that thought for a second. Yeah. Proves, proves the point of it. Well, but four absolutely. Four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive. Just because it's four-wheel drive doesn't mean it's going to well, be faster. Well, look what you said. The four-wheel drive short course tra- uh, trucks in uh, Sudbury were yep. the fastest class. Yep. Yeah, so. they were nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just the way their track is and their tabletop and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was looking at a couple of pictures from the track there. Some of those jumps are they're, interesting. They're nasty. You don't hit the jumps. <laughs> you just kind of roll them. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. They, they, but, again, it's a learning curve for them. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, once they kind of see how we do things, they're probably going to... Was anybody trying to go in between those two big ones before the wall ride? You mean after the wall ride? Oh, okay. So it was running that direction? No one. Okay. You, you didn't hit them. What do you mean? You Every, didn't hit them. Everybody drove just in oh, between them? Oh, you had them? to. <laughs> you took you could take them but i'll tell you it did nasty things yeah <laughs> they were too uh, they were too aggressive they were too big yeah they look really they're big. huge they're they're like jumps that you would use for an eight scale oh <laughs> and that's why I'm, why my comment is is the four-wheel drive short course trucks did the best yeah because they're bigger the buggies just you yeah it was bad it was really bad yeah yeah Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I say that in the sense of it wasn't bad, bad. Like, it sucked. It was just you had to, like, you didn't hit jumps. You slowed down and you rolled them. Yeah. Because yeah. you just, with your buggy, you just got thrown all over the place. It wasn't worth it. 
You just didn't know what the car was going to do when it came down. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was kind of a lip, like, th- when they when they built them, there's almost like a, a thumb width that you got to catch to get up it. Like, it wasn't smooth. Oh, boy. Yeah, like, it just, it was very, it's not like ours where, where we do a really good, like, we use that plastic board yeah. to bridge the gap. No, no, theirs was, like, the thickness of a three-quarter inch piece of plywood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what came to the floor. So you had carpet and a piece of plywood like this every time with the buggy. You just, your your your, your bulkhead yeah. just... And you're just like, oh, that sucked. I'm not hitting that no more. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, you know, so I'm interested to see. Uh, did I didn't, did I, you mention that? Though, no, though? I didn't say anything. I just let them be. Yeah. I just, I, I'm sure they notice stuff like that anyway. You know, uh, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll, it's a learning curve. Yeah. You know, the, the only reason why some of our first races went well was because the the main people behind putting together the first indoor season for the CRC Car Club they had a lot of experience. It, they, that's it. They had mm-hmm. experience from not only the outdoor world, but they also had experience from going down and and helping Casey get jumps yeah. and stuff like that and put in. So you know what I mean. It wasn't their first mm-hmm. uh, foray. No, it wasn't the first rodeo. That's yeah, sure. exactly. And they learned from. Casey's uh, probably mistakes as well. That's it. You know, making mistakes when they were originally setting up with Casey, right? On Marty and the guys built those jumps that went to Casey. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. They learned a lot when they did that. You know, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And and, 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 I mean, they're talented guys when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And 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 the Sudbury guys will do the same. They'll they'll learn little by little. Absolutely. So you know, and I'm sure they're going to listen to this. I think Jeff had to go excuse himself. He's not not quite there. I'm still here. Oh, he's just off camera. <laughs> he's tinkering. I had, yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Jeff? It's awesome, man. I appreciate it. It was you're, a you're, trip you're, hanging you're, out with you guys. You're going to hear the podcast before anybody else hears the podcast. Yeah, there yeah, you go. I was, I was just thinking that. <laughs> you're going to be well, like, tomorrow, oh, man, they're listening. They're gonna, and then they're going to be like, oh, I didn't listen to it yet. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be like, where is it? And you're going to be like, uh. In oops. my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all in my mind. Well, so, of course. I'm kind of out. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, th- I think that's pretty much it. We've, we've gotten ourselves into a decent one today. And, and of course, Jeff, thank you very much for, for being on. Again, this is why we do the show. We're just RC dudes. That's it. We're, we're yeah. nobody special. We're really not. It's cool, man. I, I appreciate it. Mm. I, I absolutely appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Anytime, like I said, anytime you want to have a chat with us or something like that, or you know, maybe you built something new, or or maybe when you got that uh, RR10 bomber and we're just sitting down here and shooting the breeze, we'll we'll have you on, and then you can show Jim and he can drool and put it on a pedestal <laughs> and, and rotate and, it. And, and who knows? You never know. <laughs> yeah. I might I might end up sitting here with two boxes for these two yokels to to enjoy in. I got my SCX-10. I'm plenty happy with it. I wouldn't mind an RR-10 bomber too, but I don't need to add another one to the collection. I need to it's remove never, one first. It's never too many. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, uh, I'm running out of shelf space, so I'm going to have to put more shelves up if I start adding more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang them from the wall. Yeah, that's all, that's all. I know that's what Tim does. He's got them hanging everywhere in his garage. He's he's given me a virtual tool b- tour before by just moving the webcam around. And I just shake my head and go. Yeah, that'd be something to see. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us here at the MBM Podcast. From all of us to all of you guys, thank you very much for listening as usual. And of course, check out some of the places that help the MBM Podcast: Cow RC, Dutch Oven Designs, Gone Banana Racing Skins. Uh, who am I missing? MKS. MKS. Am I missing anybody else? Jim. Jim. <laughs> yeah. Mike. 
Just everybody. Who cares? Yeah. If you're into RC, we're calling you out. Thanks. We appreciate you. And, uh, of course, to guys like you, Jeff, thanks for being yeah. a fan and listener. And, and uh, we'll... Uh, He's looking at me through a roll of toilet paper. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you guys all again in the very near future. Uh, what are, when are we doing our next show again? Two weeks? Is that what we're doing now? We're going to go to the two-week staggered program? Sure. Two weeks is what I heard. So that, that would put us on the 22nd. Do you think we, we can manage that one? Probably. All right. We'll do one on the 22nd, then maybe we'll take them off till the after the race in January. Yeah. yeah Sound good? The, we'll need stuff to talk about. So all you guys know... So we'll have one more, and then we'll take two full weeks off, and then we'll come back on the, what is it, 12th of January. Sound good to you guys? Sure. Awesome. Well, from myself, Jim, and Mike, and, of course, Jeff from halfway across the country in another country. Yes, sir. We're the NBM Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good night.